this is Esther Koo, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. friends welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name is kevin Kraft, and i'm joined by a man who's completely nude from the waist down and is currently stuffing some flapper doodles down the hole of his heart bing boing that's jeff clark hey guys thanks for the flapper doodles and transmitting to us from the space between dimensions the multi-phased, booger-eating, bearded entity known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. So, Jeff, you're you're in some shit over there. Yeah, I'm going to lose money for the fucking, I don't know, You've eighth consecutive week, Monday. Once again, decided to bet on MSPH night despite the fact that you're cursed and you lose every bet you make on a Monday. And you're also boiling hot despite being next to the... Open sliding glass door. Haven't eaten anything today. I've oh been boy. up since like six a.m. So I'm 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 extra grumpy, which couldn't make for a better podcast. I might have uh, some yogurt in the fridge. No, I'm I'm good on yogurt. I haven't eaten yogurt in years. I'm pretty happy about that. That is fucking game. <laughs> I'm gonna cut my dick off what running this game podcast. Did you bet on? The fucking that Pelicans Rockets. The bitch ass, and you bet on the Pelicans. I did. Why? Because I thought they were gonna fucking win. Why do you? What do you? Because no, but the Pelicans (laughs) are not a good franchise. They're not. You're right. You're right. But that's the thing about sports. And the Rockets are a decent franchise. Okay. Uh, Shuddy, you're gonna understand this more the more that you bet. I know. I know you've kept it with your own squad, and that's good and fine. But if you want to be successful sports gambling, unfortunately, you have to bet shitty teams because that's where the value is. It sucks. It sucks because you have games like, like this where the Pelicans are getting fucking blown out. And it's kind of like, well, yeah, they suck. Duh. It's like, yeah, right. But the value is in shitty teams. That's just how it is. Yeah, I don't feel good. Again, I want to cut my fucking dick off and throw it right into the ocean. I'm fucking... I'm miserable right now. I mean, let me go on Instagram first because that would be really funny. Yeah, well, we can do it live. Okay. Fuck it. We'll do it live. I'll cut my dick off live. Oh, man. And here's the thing is that there is still a chance. Wait, hold on if you miss this. There's still a chance that I can win. And I feel like it's going to get close and it's just going to be a brutal loss. And I'm going to get my hopes up for no good reason. All right, that, cut it to 11. Shuddy, did you work today? How long is left? Three minutes. But if yes, you know I did work today. If you know anything about D'Antoni teams, they score fast and they give up leads fast. So there's still hope, but really, the more that I get my hopes up, the the better chance that I'm just going to get butt-fucked in the long run. That's, that's totally what's going to happen here. So I'm currently getting fisted in Final Fantasy football by Fonzo, who I believe has checked out of paying attention to the league. Um, he didn't even have a quarterback playing this week. And he beat you. And he's, he, uh, last time I checked, he, all my players have played. He has one running back. Okay. 
playing, and when I last checked, he was down by two, and still ha- was in like the second quarter. Do you have that any- guy's gonna get more than two points? Not unless, yeah. Unless that, he's that's like what any- I thought that one time I played Shuddy in fucking the playoffs. <laughs> and- well, I mean, unless his players take a lead from my players, I have two people who played got zero points. One guy who played who got point five points. So between three players, I got point five points. And they all played. Yeah. Let me look at this. And this Fonzo, Fonzo didn't even play a quarterback, and he's still going ass to mouth on me. Did you have the guy Cooper Cup? Is that I don't was was he on your know. team? All right, I'm gonna pull it up now. Ted Ginn got half a point. <laughs> yeah. Dion Lewis got zero points. Cooper Cup got zero points. He should go and. He should chop his penis off and throw it outside. Honestly, the only the, fu- the funny thing though is that it's not like even you even had anybody on your bench that would have done anything better for you. I think my if I switched a different defense, I would have gotten three more points. Yeah, that's it. You would have gotten five more points. But... Oh, how how far how far ahead is Fonzo? But on I'm you talking right now? about for your wide receivers. He oh. is two point three points down. Oh, so he still hasn't gotten anywhere since the last time I checked. Okay, I gotta... No. Oh, maybe I'm going to fist Fonzo. So, Man, and he's got like a very bad record, too. I looked at his thingy. He only has like two wins, and he's, gonna, he's probably going to get a win on me coasting on autopilot with no quarterback. I forget the, <laughs> the third name, but Deion Lewis and the other guy... What, were they busy butt-fucking each other on the sidelines? What Ted happened? Ginn, they're not, you can't expect much out of them, especially Deion Lewis. So getting a goose from them isn't really that surprising to me. The Cooper Cup one's real bad because that guy's bitches. a fucking beast. That How guy's they a beast. Do this to and me? the fact that On Veterans was, Day of all days. Oh, I know. And that's what I was actually going to bring up to Shuddy. Uh, shout out to, to, to Shuddy and everyone else who worked on Veterans Day having a sacrifice on, on, this, on this holiday what? to make sure that we all... <laughs> that that America can stay America. So what I just wanted fuck? to I just wanted to extend uh, my token appreciation to you and all the other people that had to go to work this Veterans Day. Oh yeah, and the veterans. Oh well, yeah, no, they did. Yeah, they they were chill too. Good jo- good job, guys. <laughs> you stupid ass Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, uh, sorry, sorry. I'm I'm gonna learn my lesson here. <laughs> yeah. Get down. Oh, you fucking. Pussies. I'm going to lose. All right. Well, hey, go figure. Just another fucking L for the for the dragon. Enjoy your dick sandwich, Jeff. I could end up losing. On the, is San Francisco, are they choking too? Oh, my God. This is going to be a fucking nightmare. I'm going to guess yes. That's my guess. They're in the process of doing it, of choking. Let me tell you. So, you had a, me- a mega yeah, they're losing. They're winning by three right now. I just need them to win. You had a major weekend. I did. Yeah, we completed our second Ellis Mania of the year. The first Ellis Mania you were at, Jeff. Yeah. This year. Um, in- it was 1617, where I did. I made my pro wrestling debut along with Jason Ellis, Sam Tripoli, and Mike Catherwood. And I think this was supposed to be 1819, but. It just became 19, and it was held in Austin, Texas. So I made my second trip to Austin, Texas this year. 
wildly different weather patterns. What a difference a couple of months makes. How, how, it was fucking crazy. How hot, or I guess cold was it? It was, it was cold, In right? the 40s. No shit. And so raining you could see your shit. own breath? Yeah, it was brutal. That is, that is pretty terrible. Did you dress and pack appropriately? Uh, I brought a hoodie and this thin zip-up jacket over here. And it kind of did the trick. Okay. It did all right. Uh, I, didn't, I tried not to spend too much time outside. But it was weird because, you know, Ellis Manias, you guys have both been to them. They're, they're a great weekend of partying because it's all self-contained. Most people stay in the Hard Rock where the event is, and we keep all the periscoping events also self-contained in the Hard Rock. So even if people stayed at different hotels, they wake up and they head over there for the day and then just go back to their hotel when it's time to pass out. Sleep. So, so the Circle Bar in Vegas is where we hang out yes. during Ellis Mania in Vegas. Was there like an Austin Circle Bar, like a main Not really. meetup? No. So it was all kind of scattered. I did manage to spend a good amount of time with some Puminati and met some Puminati I haven't met before, met some new Puminati. Were they, uh, are they, were they Puminati with names, just never faces? Like any, any names that I recognize? Yeah, um, a couple who are Puminati but don't have social media, so they don't really interact with us at all. I feel like Puminati uh, come out of the woodwork for this Ellis Fam stuff. There was a lot. Or Ellis Mania stuff. A lot. And there were a lot. I, so I saw a lot of our new MSPH shirts in the crowd. What? That yeah. is sick. A lot of people asking where you two were. Yeah, sorry, guys. I wish I was there. And I really want to go to Austin, so it bums me out. People wanted me to pass along, Jeff, that you're a pussy. Nice. Okay, yeah. thanks, guys. Yep. All right. Well, yeah, I wish I was there. Fucking unbelievable. <laughs> you just getting spanked over there? Yeah, yeah, that's not really what I'm fucking unbelievably... Unbelievably... That's not what I'm bitching about. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed out that I wasn't in Austin because that's a city that I really want to go to and obviously I want to hang out with the Puminati and Ellis fam. And, and, and it's just good to support, on my end, support Ellis because obviously his crowd and, and he's... Um, and you working for him has, you know, helped provide us an audience. So it would be nice to kind of show out and show him some love, even though he doesn't even know that I've ever been to one of these. Nor does he care. Why? I mean, fuck. Why would he? Well, he's always I mean, doing fun shit too, and and busy with work. You've, I mean, you've been to a handful. How many do you think you've been, been to? Three, of three. Them. Yeah, yeah I went I mean, to the you've... one in S, uh, San San Bernardino, right? That's where the the. That's where the last one was, right? I don't even remember. It was, in, it was, it was inland. inland yeah, it was a bit of a drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was I in thought the it desert. Was, I thought it was San Bernardino, whatever, inland. And you went and to two in Vegas? Two in, at least two in, yeah, yeah, two in Vegas. Um, and Shuddy, you've been to what, two in Vegas? Correct. Yeah, me and, me and Shuddy were at the same two. Well, you guys got to plan ahead and, and try and make it out for I 2020. I will be there for Ellis Mania 20. Should be a barn burner. This was this was a really successful trip. It's being green lit already. Well, yeah, that's why we were doubling up on Ellis Manias this year. So you do twenty twenty and so we could do Ellis Mania twenty in twenty twenty. Gotcha. Um, back because they're I, I guess the the Hard Rock got sold or some shit or the remodeling. So we wanted to be caught up by the time they were ready and then be able to launch back in Vegas with Ellis Mania twenty. Um, but. 
this was this was a really cool event. It fucking it sold out. Sold the thing out. We did a bunch of we did a couple live radio shows. We did three, three live radio shows, and we you know that was out of seats. People had to stand, and we the the show we did on Sunday was 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 packed at Cap City Comedy Club in Austin. It was fucking dope, man. A lot and of people turned out. It was really fucking cool. Was it more or less than than a Vegas show? Well, less just because. It's it's a smaller venue, right? But I mean, selling it out was was pretty important, and the and fact that it happened, and, yeah, it was packed. Well, I People saw that flipping your, out. I saw in your Instagram live, it looked like a pretty full crowd. So yeah, yeah, you're confirming that it was sold out. That's fucking sick, dude. What was um, what was like the uh, the most epic meal that you had in Austin? Did you guys do Franklin barbecue? No, in fact, I didn't get to do any barbecue. Oh, Uh-oh. I know. That's a bummer. Yeah, I was, and I was right around the corner from this place, Stubbs, and I'm so fucking disappointed in myself. It just, it just didn't happen. I, everybody got their barbecue at different times than me. So when I was like, "Hey, let's do barbecue this meal," they're like, "Oh, I just fucking had it." Oh man, that's a bummer. Yeah, but I can never, I never get sick of barbecue, so I would have, I would have uh, went with you. Oh, I know, I know, Jeff. You always take um, when it comes to food. You always make the right decision. Yeah, which I would've, would've, which would have the right decision in this case is obviously more barbecue. Of course, yeah, and the I would have I would had a full on itinerary lined up of of food options and and uh, and restaurants to attend had I had I went. But was there any like um, like can we have any like kangaroo court here? Is there any Puminati or Ellis Ellis fam fuck ups or like interesting like party stories that happened that you can share on air? Not particularly, like, um, you know, for for me going off on an adventure, it was shockingly uneventful. I didn't, like, step on any rakes that, like, flung up and shot poo in my face. In fact, uh, Tim, Ginger and Juice, he caught a bit of the craft luck when a bird pooped on his face. What? Isn't that good luck, though? He was there? Yeah. Yeah, Tim was a last-minute addition, so he... He came out, and we were texting because we were about to meet up. And then he's like, and a bird just shit on me. Isn't that technically good luck? No, I would say yes. it's good luck if a bird takes a dump and it lands next to you. Because that means a bird didn't no, take a shit on you. No, if a bird you. poops on you, it's supposed to be good luck. It's con- Yeah, it's considered good luck. Where, in Haiti? Uh, no, in the United States. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not buying that. The U.S. of A. Yeah, I don't... I don't I wouldn't think of it as a sign of good luck, but I've heard this before. All right, so not so good luck starting off with Tim. But he did have, even that had a little bit of a silver lining because it only pooped on his glasses. So it didn't get in his eye or in his mouth or anything. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> Class half full, I love it. <laughs> uh, but let's see. Did a, um, uh, well, let's see. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to recap. It was all, it was very hectic and it was all kind of, kind of a blur um i'm trying to, i got in late fucking i feel like canadians there was a lot of canadians that made the trip right decent amount yeah i mean I, it, no matter i think no matter where you hold an ellis mania you you will find canadians there i feel like canadians and texans go really well together 
Like, they mix well for some reason. That sounds about right. I know that's a pretty random statement. It might might not mean much, but... I don't know. I just... I was thinking about that when I was... When I was... Um... Thinking about your experience in, in, in Austin and LS Mania. And, you know, I know a bunch of Canadians go down. And I just feel like they would... They would, uh... Those guys would really mingle well. They'd really get... They'd get along well together. Oh, I chopped it. Holy shit, I fucking chopped it. Oh, no my way. God. That is the best tie of my life. Fuck yeah. The chop. Wait, wait. That means tie. What? That means I didn't win, I didn't lose, I get my money back. It ended out on six on the dot. Holy shit, my luck has turned around. But then I have 100 so they didn't, riding on the fucking they didn't cover the spread. Nope, they didn't cover. Uh, but if it's a tie... Yeah, it's a, then it, it yeah it's a chop. It doesn't count as he a loss. He just didn't read? lose his money. Yeah, I didn't oh. lose my money. Yeah, because so it, he like, gets his money back because it's a draw. The spread was six. So for me to win, the Rockets have to win by five or more or less, or the Pelicans win outright. For me to lose, the Rockets have to win by seven or more. The game ended by six. So just split it, which is well, really the the best form of MSPH luck that I've had, in in months now. I, I think I won one within the last couple months. It might have been a baseball bet, but yeah, it's been mostly L's over here. Well, um, congratulations to you, Jeff. Uh, I don't, I don't know what else to play, but I guess I'll do this one. I'm a, you've just been Jeff, fucking pussy. I'm about to take a, an even fatter dick in the ass though over this fucking football game. Let me tell you. Because football is my go-to sport, and that's the one that I know even more. Actually, I probably know more about basketball, but I feel more comfortable betting football. And so I put more money on this game. And <laughs> 100% going to lose this one. Not 100, but right now it's looking like about 65% that I'm going to lose. So That's exciting, but I'll fill you well, guys yeah, keep in. your head up. You'll still get a loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't worry. I'll fucking... You'll get yours. I'll rip. The loss out of the, the 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 jaws of victory. Don't worry. I met uh, one of our Slack homies. Um, I'm gonna fuck his name up, but Dirty Daddy Dick or Dirt no, Daddy that's, Daddy that's Dirt it. Daddy Dirt Dick. I think it's Dirty Daddy Dick. Yeah. Daddy or Daddy Dirty. Mm, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> I don't want to mess this up. Man, I gotta give him a shout out. Holy fuck! What? That dude. Uh, that dude landed quite the lady. Dirty Daddy Dick? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, props to you, homie. Okay. All right, hold on. I got to find this guy now. He kind of looks like a... Let me smell your hand, Dirty Daddy Dick. He kind of looks like a nerdy me. Okay. So it gives you hope. Which is kind of redundant, but... No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, he looks like a nerdy me. (laughs) I get what you're saying. And his his girl, and I think she listens too, so... um, I hope she doesn't get bummed by me saying this, but she kind of looks like... Yeah, I'm sure she's going to be bummed that you said she's hot. Well, she she looks like um, she looks like that porn chick Riley Reed, but even hotter. I like I I don't hate on Riley Reed. She smoked a blunt out of Little Pump's toes, and that really bummed me out. But most of the stuff that she does, I'm 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 a fan of. I, well, I mean, obviously the porn. Uh, I think she does really well with uh, black wieners too. She's I, she's went on like nine on one. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen her and juggle quite a few of those. You yeah. would, I don't know, based on her make and model, you would not expect her to go nine on one with black guys. But well, that was kind of why I, I preface I preface that statement with, 
I'm sorry if this comes across wrong because I don't want to imply that she is a wiener juggler. I'm just saying she looks like that hot chick, but no. somehow even hotter. Come on. Daddy Daddy Dirty Dick knows that we wouldn't speak no about his, about his lady. <laughs> we have the utmost respect for um, Puminati girlfriends and, and, and missuses. It was his wife, he said? Or no, just I think his lady, girlfriend. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so Dirty yeah, Daddy think... Dick doesn't get attached. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't keep a man like that down. <laughs> With his fucking thunder dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just the only reason it's got a little bit of dirt on it is because it's so big he can't clean the whole fucking thing. Yeah, because it's dragging on the ground behind him when he walks. <laughs> yeah, he's just, yeah, it's Mrs. Dirty Daddy Dick has to bring the uh, the wipes. <laughs> so, so I got in super late on Wednesday night. Checked into my hotel. Um, flew with a couple of pre rolls. So I went and and smoked out on the street. And man, I fucked up. I got. I was just trying to get a couple of cheap pre-rolls for the flight. You know, sometimes you go to those places and they're like, oh, well, check out our caviar golds. They are, you know, um, a gram and a half joint with a bunch of hash and fucking floor beans and sprinkled in keef and shoved up Tommy Chong's butt. And it's like, and, and, and they're $40 a joint. It's like, okay, well, I don't want fucking $40 joints. Can you just give me your general run-of-the-mill shit? And they're like, sure. So I got these half gram joints that tasted like pencil shavings, which was kind of a bummer. But uh, you smoke enough of them, and they get the job done. So I ended up going to sleep around like 3 a.m. on Wednesday night after getting like a late late check-in. Thursday, we did a live show at this place on 6th Street. 6th Street's like kind of like the Bourbon Street of yeah. Austin. Yeah, I've, I've heard like stories. If, yeah, it's like if Bourbon Street started a frat. So that gets really wild at night. Um, we did, because with the time shift, we went live from 4 to 7 on the air. And then we took a little break, and Dustin Abar came out, and he did, some, he did some stand-up. And um, Tully did some stand-up before him, and before that, uh, I went, actually, hold on, I'm trying to look up, because I think it's jasonellisbook.com. All right, it's loading, it's loading. Uh, oh, okay. It looks like that redirects to shopbenchmark.com slash Jason Ellis. And if you go there, it just went live the, this past week. You can pre-order Jason's third book, Still Awesome. So that's coming out. Um, pre-order that. He and Tully wrote it together. And they to to kind of commemorate the the launch of the pre-orders, Jason did like a reading in front of the crowd from the book, just read some like crazy sex stories from it. Then Tully went up and did stand up. Then Dustin went up and did stand up. Then myself and Will Pendarvis went out and did our hate bean cool beans show. Yeah, how was that? Oh man, it's so much fun. That's like selfishly, that's my favorite part of Ellis Mania, because it's so fucking fun. I love getting up there in retarded costumes with a fake guitar and just going nuts and singing the most ridiculous songs possible. It's just very fun. I forget. I'm always like, I saw the Hate Bean performance last time I was at Ellis Mania <laughs> in Vegas. You saw but... it both times, didn't you? Right, pro- yeah, I guess. No that, no, that first time you showed up the day of Ellis Mania as a last minute. A last-minute thing, didn't you? 
Yeah, I think I rolled in a little the later. The first than one else. you and Bill rolled in like day of. It was a game time decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But I, re- I remember being at the Hate Bean episode or uh, performance this past the past Vegas Ellis Mania that I went to, and just being so fucked up that I I could not oh, yeah. take it all in. What, um, what weren't you like knotted out at a blackjack table and the dealer was basically just weekend at Bernie'sing your hand and putting your bets in. Yeah, that was the first one. <laughs> that, that was the first one. That wasn't the last one. The last one I had, I guess, more of my shit together. Um, oh, well, we were pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah. As I was a, as a crew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had I had some party favors, and I was really I was really um, enjoying myself, but I wasn't like I was pretty much comatose at the blackjack table the first time around. But I remember being at the hate bean performance and just not being able to comprehend what was going on much. Well, yeah, because I took my party favors before going up on stage. Mm. That way, once I got back down, they would be kicking in. Was there any... I feel like there was less... There had to have been less party favors at Ellis Mania, Texas, just because Texas isn't as party party favor-friendly. Yeah, and I kind of didn't want to. I like like getting into party favors in Vegas, because like I said before, it's all... Fucking self-contained, so I don't have to worry about catching Ubers and, you know, Austin. That whole vibe, like the whole vibe of Sixth Street, isn't doesn't exactly mesh well with my brand of party favors. Let's yeah. say, mm-hmm. I feel like I would be annoyed mm. by that scenario. Why? Just because people are like, I don't know. I feel like um, happy party favors mixed with like drunk broy types of people. It's got to be a lot of frat guys in Austin. It seems like it. And man, their homeless situation's fucking out of control there. Really? Yeah, it's getting real bad. Apparently, some some Uber driver was telling me that some other city collected a whole bunch of homeless people on on a bunch of buses and said they were taking them somewhere, and then they just showed up to Austin and booted them off the buses and then peace out. Yikes. Texas is a trip, man. <laughs> there's a lot going on in Texas. There's a lot. There's a lot happening. Yeah, they so, bust homeless people to Austin. Yeah, fuck, man. And it's it's I wonder, like I wonder where they got them, took them from. And it didn't seem like a lot of just like down on their luck homeless people. These were people that seemed to have like some pretty gnarly PCP habits. Oh, they saw, like they I saw like drugs? shirtless people just swinging at invisible enemies on like busy corners, flipping out, screaming. Just like yeah, people that are clearly in different dimensions. We got New York just homeless yelling and yeah, it was it was pretty gnarly. But uh, okay, so I never heard that fucking... being spoken about when it comes to Austin. It's interesting. So let's see. Friday was basic. Friday was more of a radio show centered around the fights. So talked to like a lot of the fighters. Did a show at an on it gym and had a really good turnout there. And I, I then, like, uh, I know a whole bunch of people were going out, but I ended up going out to dinner with some of the guys from the show and our boss, one of my good friends from New York. And we just had such, like, a great dinner and had such awesome conversation. We just, before I realized, I think we were there for, like, three hours. like, oh, fuck. I'm burning valuable party time. So well, I you met were up- partying. Or converse, socializing, socializing. With, yeah, with I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. drinking and getting loose. But then I met up with um, 
with Tim and some of the Puminati, and we went and did some sake bombs. And then we did some more sake bombs. Did you put that on Instagram? I thought I saw that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, the, the sticks on yeah. the glass. Yeah. yeah, okay. Then I went to this tiki bar that I, I went to when I was out there for my brother-in-law's bachelor party and got some tiki drinks, and apparently that fucked some people up. Uh, Bando um, told me that he puked in his bed. <laughs> nice. Like he laid down to go to bed and then just shot up and barfed all over the covers. And he was like, oh, shit. Is Bando in, does he still live in Texas? I know he's living in Houston for a little while there. Do you know? That's a good question. Can you confirm that? I don't know. Like, was he staying yes, at a hotel uh, in Austin or was he? Yeah, yeah. He got, he rented, he stayed at a place. Okay. So he had to commute there, but I don't know. How long? From te- gotcha. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I have I have a hard time keeping track of locations and shit. You guys are very good with knowing where everybody's from. For some reason, that information doesn't stay in my head. I think it's because we know less people, so it's easier, right? We're less popular. But I mean, that I when I when I we got pretty close to to last call, and went back, and I was like, shit, I need to get um, I need I need some some doobie. So I, I went up up to my room. Grabbed another one of my pre-rolls, and then the hotel I was staying at had, like, this little fire pit area. So like, that seems like a nice place to go out and smoke a joint. And I go out there, and there was these, like, people from Oklahoma. And a couple of them were getting up as and walking out as I was coming in. And I was like, hey, anybody want to smoke a doobie? And they immediately were like, ah! and stopped and turned around and came back. <laughs> so I was smoking a doobie with them, and they are like, yeah, we're out here for this music festival. And... I'm like, where are you guys from? I'm like, Oklahoma. And then one guy, he's like, where are you from? I was like, oh, Los Angeles. And I could tell, like, his demeanor changed almost instantly. It's like, well, you, you fucking libtard. Yeah, man. no, some of, like, some Texans and people from that part of the country really don't like Californians. Like, specifically Californians. I've, I don't know, I've read, like, or seen memes or just talked to, talk to Texans that I've been friends with. or Yeah, there's a lot of weird, of bad info they- about Californians out there. There's like this. They just find them annoying. This weird propaganda pushing that like everybody in California wants open borders and shit. I've never met anybody that wants an open border. I'm down. Open the border. Whatever. <laughs> I'm part of the problem, Texas. The only immigrants that should be sent back over the border. Oh shit. Are Canada <laughs> geese. <laughs> nice. Nice. That was a good joke. I didn't know where you were going with that. I was like, man, I'm gonna have to find the rim shot for Shuddy's racism here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to go with Irish there, but but the, yeah. For after I said that I was from LA, the dude wouldn't even look at me. But you'd smoke your pot. Yeah, I'm sure that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He was there every time the doobie came around for him. Man, that'd been awesome if you called him out. Yeah, yeah. You don't like California people, but you sure do like our drugs, don't you? you fucking pussy. <laughs> no matter, you can't get this in Oklahoma. It's so great in Oklahoma. I don't know. What a surprise. Yeah, what what are your dispensaries like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me all the things about Oklahoma that are much more awesome than California. So uh, after that, I went upstairs and went to bed, and I woke up like a million times at night, and I was like, oh, motherfucker. I feel like the the tiki drinks we got were strong as fuck. I think that's what Pabando over the edge. He's like, there's no fucking way I'm going back to that tiki bar. <laughs> and I think that... Combined with smoking the doobie, just dehydrated the shit out of me. And I woke up a little, little under the weather, a little bit of a hangover. But Saturday was the big, 
the day of the big fights. And usually we've got some shit going on in Vegas, but it, Saturday was just fights and shit. So I was like, oh, this is a good time to put together like a little Puminati movie trip. Oh, yeah, you went to the uh, Alamo Yeah, I finally, house draft finally house popped my Alamo Draft House cherry. They have them out here, too. Yeah? I believe so. I just have never been to one. Who was talking about, about them out here? Was it you talking about them? Or I thought maybe we had, like, maybe Alex came by and was mentioned at one of the few times he was on. Anyways, yeah, I want to try it, too. How, how was it? It was sick. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I went with um, Tim and Corey and Lewis. And I don't. I, I think Corey is in the Slack. I know who you're talking about, but yeah. I don't think either of them are all that active on social media. Okay. But um, Corey, I don't want to say his last name. I know who you're talking about. Though. So we went to we went to a morning show of Jojo Rabbit, and <laughs> how so was it? The Alamo Draft House was. It was really fucking cool. the The seats are are nice. They're not gigantic, but you got like nice recliner style seats and there's they they remind me of old school school desks so there's like a little tray that comes out on an on an arm that's out in front of you that you can put your food on so the before jojo rabbit started they had this weird little featurette put together of goofy depictions of hitler and cinema throughout the years <laughs> so they were just showing clips of like charlie chaplin as hitler and <laughs> Mel Mel Brooks as Hitler, and uh, good American. Uh, oh, and great uh, American. They, they found really weird deep cuts. Like they found this this weird Japanese kaiju monster movie where there was Hitler starfish. So it was basically a Hitler crustacean, and he was covered in starfish. And they had some bizarre zombie Hitler shit. All this weird stuff. So it was cool. While everybody was piling in, that featurette was kind of just playing in the background, which was kind of interesting. And I didn't understand the whole process. We're all sitting there like, okay, there was no concession stand. And there's a menu here underneath the little desk thingy. And there's stuff I want to get. It had like a full menu. It was like an Applebee's or some shit. But we're like, but how do we fucking order this? There's, are there any call buttons or anything? What the hell's going on here? Okay, so... so- that's a great question, or a, that's a great thing to bring up because we have something very similar down the street from my apartment um, at the South Bay Galleria, where you can you can order drinks and food, and you have the same setup you're talking about: reclining chairs, the the like elementary school desks uh, to to put your food and drinks on. But there isn't like the Korean barbecue button, or I don't know. It's not like. The service is coming through, like the ch- uh, the aisles during the movie because they don't want to speak during the movie. They don't want to ruin the movie for anyone. So how do you order? Uh, so seat, seat service. It's starting That's to get close it. to the the time that the movie starts, and I see like one waitress going around and taking people's orders. And for an eleven a.m. show, it was pretty fucking packed, and they're just get taking people's orders way far away from us. I'm like, fuck, they're never gonna get to us. At least not before the movie starts. So I thought there's a little pad and paper, pad of paper and a pen. So I thought what you're supposed to do is write down what you want on the piece of paper and then hand it to the lady when she comes. Very sensible. And that is not what you do. Of course not. 
dumbass. So the lady came over and she finally takes my order, and I want I got the the endless popcorn, endless bowl of popcorn, because every time I go to a new theater, I have to test their popcorn. What? Well, how often do you have you ever had bad popcorn? I think AMC's popcorn sucks. Okay, I like that. It's usually it's usually not all that fresh, and the butter is all like chemically and shitty. So I AMC like those popcorn points. can suck my dick. I like those points. Okay, but um, the so I ordered that, and then I was looking at. I was like, oh, maybe I should get a drink too, and I was still a little hungover, so I was like, oh, What's oh, it? they got fucking shakes. So I got. A Mexican vanilla shake. I'm looking at the uh, the menu right now. This place looks fire, and they have a strawberry yeah. cheesecake shake, chocolate peanut butter, chocolate chip cookie. All right, man. Motherfucker, I should have gotten the chocolate peanut butter. Chicken wings. I'm a stupid son of a bitch. Well, uh, how was the Mexican vanilla? Delicious. All right. Well, maybe <laughs> it was maybe really not that good. Again, that's so, a, I've never seen Mexican vanilla before. That's, me neither. That's, that's a novelty. I was like, uh, so I was like, all right, I got to see what's up with this. Uh, you know, now that I'm getting closer to the old white guy category, like, oh, vanilla sounds exotic. Let's do it. <laughs> no, I, I vanilla's spicy. Chocolate, but on the counter to that is chocolate peanut butter is done everywhere. Like you can get that's true. It's very. It, it would be very hard for the Alamo Draft House's chocolate peanut butter shake to be like mind blowing. I yeah, mean, and after uh, and I, like after seeing that, I was like, I got to see what's up. So, um, shout out to Mexicans. Your vanilla is bomb. <laughs> I don't know if it's better than the French or the or the Philadelphians vanilla, but it's it's elite. Oh yeah, it was that was a top tier shake. How about this sweet? Wow, my dick is gonna get hard just reading these churro bread pudding. I oh saw my that god! Too. god I damn, did I see that? We would have gotten a fucking just. A buffet of, of I know. food. We've gotten I know. so much of our. You know, what we there. have to do. We have to. We have to make like a trip to one in L.A. and just bring the weed lean. Just get stoned off our dicks. Get the munchies and eat churro bread pudding. Let's do a double. Let's do a double feature, and we'll spend five hundred dollars at the day <laughs> at the, the, the theater. <laughs> okay. uh, my father's in town this week, actually, and and like every other Clark, he's a huge film nut. Maybe even bigger than than definitely made. Um, no shit. Not 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 my brother. Uh, not my brothers. So maybe we could uh, coordinate and do this this week, but. I don't know what uh, what's is Ford versus Ferrari coming out this week. I think I'm so. kind of excited about that one. Yeah, I'm down. Um, Christian Bale rarely, rarely disappoints. Yeah, I want to see what's up with that. So, but 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 to your point, this has to get going. Yeah. sometime soon because this place looks fucking sick, dude. The uh, the two by two burger, double patty, American cheese, red onion relish. God, I'm gonna get a boner. Grilled <laughs> grilled jerk chicken sandwich. Jerk chicken's underrated. And you know what? I don't see enough of it, man. This place is fucking sick, dude. So how many, how many Alamo Draft House dicks would you suck? We haven't even talked about the movie. I know. I would give Alamo Draft House four point seven five dicks because I didn't even get to the popcorn yet. When they brought the popcorn out, they bring it in a giant salad bowl, a metal bowl. They don't like fuck around. Like you're sitting in front of the TV eating popcorn. I love it. It was and their their popcorn, two thumbs up. That shit was solid. Oh wow! So really good. Like four point eight popcorn dicks, you'd suck. Yeah, 
Two thumbs up. I'm trying to is could you get bottomless herb herb parmesan popcorn or truffle parmesan popcorn? Could you get I don't know. those bottomless? Because I'll tell you what, Tim. Tim got a, a a thing of popcorn too, and we both when we left were like, "How the fuck could anybody ever get refills on that? That was so much popcorn." Oh, we're getting refills. how much was it? We're getting refills. seven bucks. See that I mean that's really that's actually that's less expensive than or about what a large popcorn would be at a movie theater. And so the, the movie ticket itself was only nine fifty. What? Yeah. So I you, mean it's well, got to be a more matinee sp- ticket anywhere that's not Los Angeles. That's true. Right. You are talking about Texas prices because the bottom at eleven was, in the morning. Sure. Yeah. The 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 the, the L A Alamo Draft House menu that I downloaded. It has the bottomless popcorn at nine dollars. So I don't know. Maybe it's the the it was a daytime pricing or a Texas pricing. They also have lobster fundita. Holy fucking shit! Well, I don't Lo- even know what the fundito that, is. That's like lobster queso dip, and you get it's like chips and dip. So it's like hot cheese, like queso fundito oh, is like a, a is like a Mexican uh, appetizer, and it's essentially just like hot queso dip. And it's fucking bomb. God damn. And there's, I've had I've had it just regular. I've had it with chorizo. I've never seen lobster fundido, but I can only imagine what this would do in the snack attack. It might, it might be the end of the snack attack. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you that popcorn was so good. I wanted to stick my wiener in it. I would went. I would have stayed and saw another movie. This place looks fucking amazing. We gotta go. The we butter, go. the butter, in it was great. They salted it perfectly. Like I'm serious Solid. about a like because I'm I'm having several courses here. I'm I gotta have at least a couple <laughs> beers. I'm having a couple beers, right? And and I might have to go outside and smoke a bowl. I'm gonna ask them if they could just hit pause real quick. Like, hey, can can we take ten? Can we, can we do 10? a can we do a fucking blunt intermission? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I feel like the 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 Los Angeles Alamo Draft House should have like weed screenings, like move. Screenings where everybody there can smoke weed during the movie. I think we're getting there, right? That would we work. have to be with Lowell Cafe opening up, where there's actually like an establishment where you can smoke weed inside and eat food and stuff. Something needs to. We've be... We've already broken the cherry. Something needs to be addressed on this front, up front, up front, and 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 out the gate, and that's that secondhand marijuana inhalation is not nearly as big of an issue as tobacco. I don't know if that's statistically or factually or medically, whatever, scientifically <laughs> correct, but if it is, that needs to be the first thing mentioned because obviously, you know, snow- smoking has been outlawed in restaurants for what, 20 years now, 15 years? When? my I, I grew up, my, my parents worked at Applebee's, so like, I remember, you know, smoking sections and all that shit. And uh, yeah, I remember when that. you could smoke on planes, and I remember when how, you could smoke in the mall. How long ago was this? Right, I remember that too, actually. I don't know, maybe 20 years? 15, right? 15, 20 years we're talking? It's been a while, actually. Yeah. There's, there's humans that don't even remember this. Oh, yeah. Or weren't even born for it, as a matter of fact. Shit, two of Shuddy's kids, or one of Shuddy's kids, wasn't old enough to even remember smoking in a restaurant depending on correct when it when the law took an effect but so back to your point though we have to be nearing that where it's a, a possibility but is there 
You don't get you don't get cancer from marijuana, so you can't get cancer from secondhand marijuana. I think they still label it as a cancer warning, like a carcinogen. It, or yeah, it is a carcinogen. You're still burning something and inhaling smoke, which I don't think is good for you. But I don't right. know who fucking knows. But uh, another I thing I liked about funny. Alamo Draft House is they have. Are you familiar with that company Mondo? I'm sure you are, Shuddy, right? Yes. Uh, no, no, I'm not. My guess was not going to be what I feel like Mondo is. It's it's a website that makes limited edition movie stuff. So they sometimes have like pins and T-shirts, but they do a lot of posters. Um, see that that Castlevania poster on the wall? I have heard of Mondo. I have heard of Mondo. Yeah, that's I think a, that's it's awesome. I have a Mondo Spider Man Far From Home poster. I also think it's a digitally creative recruiting um company. So that's the first like thing that went in my head and I was like, yeah, that that's not right. That's not what Kevin's talking about right now. The mad scientist part here. <laughs> He's no. not talking about a fucking recruiting company. No. But when you walk through this one hallway at the Alamo Draft House, they have all these framed Mondo posters of all these different movies. Like Gremlins Two and Goonies and Avengers. Um all these all these and they had they had like a the spaceship, like the space saucer from uh, Close Encounters, cool up on up on the ceiling. It was just for a movie nerd. It was dope as fuck. I'm so happy. I've oh, like I've heard Dunk Benson talk about Alamo Drafthouse for so long, and it was nice to finally finally check that out. Well, I've been wanting to for so long. Why haven't we been, or why haven't you been? I don't know. Right? I feel like this. I mean, I think the, if the Alamo something. Draft House in LA is downtown. I don't go downtown a lot, and if I'm going to see a movie, most of the time I go by myself, and it's like, all right, I'm just going to go to the ArcLight. I'm not going to go to the fucking Alamo Draft House by myself. Is there? A... Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Is it just... downtown? This is a good enough excuse. I was going to say, is it usually just so busy that it'd be kind of a pain in the ass to get there or to go? But who knows? It seems to be worth it. And they have something similar, but like down the street from my place, but it doesn't look as legit as this. I mean, this, I'm like, le- like I'm legit excited to try out their fucking their food. Like, I really want, almost want to go for a double feature and just fucking chill there all day. Cause like, I might need to get an adult shake too. I've never had an adult shake. I mean, I guess like a, well, the thing that you make is, it's not a shake, but it's no. a, it's a fruity drink. I've no, had a mudslide before. <laughs> no, but you know what? Like an adult shake and like, uh, like a, a daiquiri. I feel like is daiquiri the one with frozen ice? It is, right? There, I, I don't think if you took alcohol out of them, you wouldn't drink a daiquiri and be like, "Oh, this is a good shake." Shake is like a dairy thing. <sighs> yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'm just saying there's multiple courses that I'm getting down at the Alamo Draft House, and I don't think we definitely have to go see the Irishman for it. You know what? Let's go see the Irishman at Alamo <laughs> Draft House. <laughs> Wait a second. We just talked we just talked our way into something that's perfect. Let's do that. Let's go do that. There was because we were looking at all the different um all the different theater because there were a couple Alamo Draft Houses near there. And one of them, I guess, only had one screen, and the only thing they were showing was The Irishman. What? But I don't think the timing worked out, because for some reason, I was asked to be at the, the fighter meeting, which was at 3. So I was like, all right, well, that, that was why we did the, the 
screening the the movie screening so early because I had what to movie be. Did you go see Jojo Rabbit? Yeah, which we haven't even oh, reviewed right. yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're just talking about the fucking <laughs> the magic that is this uh this this uh this this movie theater. So I then I'll get to Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Whatever. Uh, I movies. I good. I did enjoy it, but I wasn't as hyped up as everybody else seems to be about it. Like it, it was fucking stupid. Oh, when did you see it? No, I said it looks fucking stupid. Oh, I, I didn't see it. Come on, you think I'm gonna watch that shit? Right, I'm I'm gonna pull up the IMDb page now. So I I have... figured it would have been right up your alley. There's Nazis in it. The, the Nazis are back. I actually have something that I can uh, briefly review that's Nazi related. All right, but, I'm sorry. Uh, Continue. So, it, 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 I don't know. I, I also have something to review, not Nazi related. As do I. Come on, we're talking Nazis today. It just seemed like everybody was making it out that it was this hysterical, satirical film, and I don't know. It was it was good, but it wasn't great. It had it, it it relied a lot. A lot of the gags were just like a, a little kid saying horrible things about Jews. That was the comedy, a, like in a South Park way, you know. Wow, this seems racy and a, quite a gamble. A little the bit. The director is Tayaka Watiti. I can't. <laughs> nope. Watiti. Tayaka Watiti. That's how you fucking say it, right? <laughs> I think I got that one right. I Sh- do believe Shuddy, look it's, it up. it's Taika. It's Taika. 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 I, oh, you guys know this guy? You've yeah, seen he directed, yeah, he Thor, directed Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Mm, and right. What We Do in the Shadows. All right, yeah, I was going right into your guys' lane. Yeah, yeah. you could have helped me out there. You just no. let me fucking butcher <laughs> no, this dude's name. That? So uh, now that you know the proper pronunciation, his name again is... Taika. <laughs> With TT. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah, you got me. I zoned out a little bit. Say it again. Say it again. Taika Waititi. No, but what's this? How do you really say it? Taika. Oh, all right, all right. Taika and a Waititi. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, all right. I got there. Yeah. Who was right? I needed to get get it on the second try. So the little kid's a Hitler youth, and he has a just goofy version of Hitler as his imaginary friend who's he, who he's like constantly trying to impress but then he kind of starts to change his ways a little bit and struggles with that and i mean it was it did have some very witty and funny moments it had great performances that little kid did kill it he was really good sam rocco was fucking awesome in it um Taika Waititi had his moments. Good old Taika. He was directing and acting, or you mean just he did a good he job? He does that in all of his films. Jesus, you guys are yeah, he experts. he directed it. And Taika experts. Played imaginary Hitler. Oh, wow. Double duty. He was all over the place. Yeah. Really doing a LeBron out there. All right, Taika, I see you. But, well, how many uh, Hitler dicks uh, are you going to suck? I'll give it like 3.25. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was interesting. It had its moments. It had some cool shots. Uh, got a little serious and heartfelt towards the end. Oh yeah, Al- Alfie Allen was in it. Theon Greyjoy. He was pretty Reek? funny. Yeah. All right. I'm happy that 
There was this little kid who played his like little butterball fat little buddy who kind of looked like the Boy Scout kid from uh, Up. And he was he was the funniest character of the whole movie. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I was a little underwhelmed. Maybe maybe it just got too overhyped and I was expecting too much. At least the Alamo Draft House came through and that was a sick experience yes. to that make was, up for the movie. That was great. Sounds like I would have been sucking a lot of Jojo Rabbit dicks because you know how much of a movie experience <laughs> guy I am, especially when it comes to my reviews and and uh, the overall scoring. So I'll I'll give a abridged a recap of Ellis Mania 19. So the the big fights were um, I was John ass- John Matthews and Chris Carlin from Jude Show, and John is almost fifty. And I think Chris is either in his late 20s or early 30s. So he had, and he also had 70 pounds on John. We talked about this last week, I think, right? Yeah. Sounded Very terrible. Briefly, yes. So John, the deal was Chris could, he could continue going to the gym like he usually does, but he couldn't do any sort of boxing training, couldn't hit the bags, just had to go in as he was. John got intense training from Ellis. Like almost every weekday, and he and he what cut down a lot enough? on his drinking, and he cut down on his smoking and stuff. But yeah, it wasn't good enough. This was the fifty-year-old. Yeah. Okay. He did go the distance though. They what? did three two-minute rounds. Damn. Um, That's and he got some shots in, but he he kind of spent most of the match running from Chris. Yeah. So which I can't blame him. Seventy pounds. I know. That's that's too big. Yeah. Honestly, you guys shouldn't be sanctioning that shit. <laughs> At least it didn't get ugly, and he went the whole. You know, he yeah. went the distance. Because um, if he got but, his ass whooped, I feel like someone should have felt bad about that. Yeah. But, but it didn't happen, so whatever. But Chris was shocked. He did say he didn't see it going down like that. He Especially thought he going the distance. Ass. Yeah. He thought it was going to be a first-round KO or TKO. <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. Especially if the other guy is not even an athlete, right? Yeah. Or was he? I mean, I saw John today because I went into the office for a little bit, and he's got like bruising on his cheek it's close to his eye but it's not close enough to be considered a black eye but he has like a blood speck on his actual eyeball got like a blood like a blood freckle could have been again it could have been much worse yeah um that's that's ballsy taking that fight yeah and so as john's punishment at the radio show the next day he that we soaked the underwear that chris was wearing during the fight in a pitcher of warm water and then poured it in a cup and john john had to drink it Get a drink underwear tea. I hate that. I hate that that you just said that. Oh my god, <laughs> that sounds fucking terrible. It's just a complete waste of creativity. Like, what the fuck is that? He's, I think it's a really good one. That is. I'm wishing, yeah, I'm oh, wishing we thought of that for the Oscar bets. In a sense, that was a really good one. Yeah, I'm disgusted, and I know that's what they're going for. <laughs> well, not me particularly, but just in general. So uh, Tully fo- actually fought a dude. He got called out and accepted the fight kind of last minute. So I think Tully only trained for two weeks against this dude who's like a yoga expert. Was he tatted and up? He, no. He kind of looked like like what you're picturing. He was just like, uh, I, thought he was tatted up. I don't know, maybe 40, early 40s, and does lots of yoga. So he's super lean, but he looks kind of hippie-ish. But he trained for a couple months. So I saw... Oh, and you probably saw that when I was... The weigh-in. Oh, no, I don't think I w- went live on that for my Instagram. I don't know where I saw that. Obviously, I follow a lot of Puminati and all that. So someone someone posted. Did he do like this uh, 
standing crane pose during the weigh-in. Was that Tully? Tully did that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the other guy had tats, but yoga nerd sounds sounds appropriate. Yeah, I, I get, I get, I get what you mean. So that went the distance, and Tully got that decision. Who decided? How many judges are there? Like, are there like? Is it like fighting judges? It's like Ellis and okay, the so people, people, the people spectating. Fair enough. Was it done by applause? I forget. I don't think so. You said people spectating. I just thought. I just thought no, I, I meant like the. I, I meant commentators. So we got dude. That to me, that's some ballsy shit. I give props to Tolly on that one. So he got called out. How many? How long ago? A couple months ago, I think. But it was kind of up in the air because Tully wanted to do it to help promote the book. But then the book got delayed and he didn't know if they were going to get the pre-orders up in time. Because he wanted to step into the ring to just draw more attention to the book that he wrote with Ellis. What do you need to get in the Ellis Mania ring to draw more Ellis Mania? I don't know. Ellis. I don't know. Oh, that right. was his plan. And yeah, whatever. But it was, it was impressive. Uh, it, was, it was quite the slugfest. They got a lot of shots in on each other. It was it was an action packed six minutes, and I give both of those dudes props for nice. really fucking going for it. Well, all right, so it's we. Uh, I'm this is kind of crazy. I'm caught off guard here. It's a yoga guy, and he challenged Tully to a fight, and put up a good fight. Was he was he a dick? Like was no. there a lot of shit talk no, either he way? Was, he just wanted he just wanted to experience Ellis Mania. Yeah, he wanted to be on the card. So he's like, hey, Tully, we're kind of similar. Um, why don't we give this a shot? He just took a shot in the dark and called somebody out. And it wasn't contentious? No, he wasn't like talking shit to him. Huh, so, right. No. It was, just, it was an athletic Pretty much, yeah. competition. He wanted cool. to test himself, and he picked Tully to test. So, all, that's awesome. Then there was a twin fight, which was kind of a late addition, and there was, that was the dude that called in. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. And I was that. goofing on him, because when him and his brother sent in their shadow boxing videos, they sort of stood sideways and stuck their asses out and did a weird like um, a Mike Tyson punch-out style. Yeah, the guy and called in last week, right? Man, they beat the ever-loving fuck out of each other. Like, it was just haymakers connecting. Everyone connected. Just right to the fucking face. These loud-ass, like, thuds. They were hitting each other so hard, they were, like, spinning around in circles and shit. And it was a good punches, too? Yeah. But, yeah, it was awesome. That went the distance. That, <laughs> that went the to decision. the hype? Because you were, that you were I was most very excited, excited about that it. one. Yeah. And, but not for the reason that I enjoyed it. I thought that they were going to stand and look goofy, and they didn't stand and look goofy. They, they put on they a looked, show. They like look a, good and beat the ever-living shit out of each other. So I, I give mad respect and props to those dudes, too. And then the main event was Jason Ellis versus Simon Woodstock. And that... Everybody kind of thought, because Jason lined up a fight with this dude, Kyle Kingsbury, in ca- just in case he knocked Simon out in like the first five seconds. He wanted there to be an actual main event for the people there, you know, and the people yeah. watching. I saw so some if the main event was like a five was a five second fight. Then it's kind of even if it ends in a knockout, it's still a little anticlimactic. Yeah, he's so, a headliner. He's got to put on a show. And Simon was talking a lot of shit, and Simon did a lot of training, and. Uh, it was, he did better than people thought it got into the second round and he was very unorthodox and did some very weird, showy, funny stuff. Like in the start of the second round, he ran to the ropes and bounced off him. Like he was in a WWE match 
jumped in the air and tried to Superman punch Jason. I saw that. Yeah. Was that, that's a, that was against the rules, though, right? Yeah. So yeah, the, yeah. the judge, or okay. the, I mean the judge, the ref, Joel Mills, was like, what the fuck are you doing? No, yeah. None of that shit. Knock that shit feet. off. This is boxing. None of that goofy shit. And right after they re-engaged, Jason got him with this hook. Yeah. That just knocked him to the ground, and then he got up and was on Queer Street and just kept falling over and couldn't stand upright and was... Like sideways. And they called it? Yeah, they called Knocked it. Knocked out? Or so, TKO? Yeah. Um, and then Kyle Kingsbury stepped in. Oh, he you caught got, him. Because I saw the footage. I saw him lay out the other guy. Okay. Man, Kyle is one of the scariest human beings I've ever laid eyes on. Nice like, guy or no? Stark very nice all? guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I talked to him at the last Dallas Mania before, too. Yeah, he's a really nice dude. But, I mean, he's, he's a trained killer. Fucking dude is a beast. He's a hundred percent muscle. Like I said, I said on the Ella show, I can't even believe I'm in the same species as that guy. Like, is that how factual is that? Like, he doesn't carry much. Like, what's how, how much body fat does he carry? I have no idea, but I mean, right, look, I look up a fucking you. picture right, of fair him. Fair enough. Fair enough. He looks not like he's not he, the height, but he looks like the mountain from Game of Thrones. He's just a giant mass of muscle. Yeah, looks like he and was carved. I, I think he was on mushrooms too during the fight. I remember this guy. Yeah. Is he a big bald dude? Yeah. Is he bald? Yeah. Badass. Total badass. So mm-hmm. him and Jason got in the ring and they traded some good blows. Jason got some good shots in on him, but uh Kyle got the the KO second round. Yikes. Yeah, and they just called it and that was that. It was That's why Ellis 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 fans was, are so fucking loyal and they're so like passionate about Ellis because he does shit like that. Like, he knew he was going to get his ass whooped, right? Like, that was, like, the whole point of it. Yeah. Like, and, and they say they fight, he fights Kyle, he said Kyle Kingsbury, is that his name? Yeah. He fights him a hundred times or ten times. Does Ellis beat him once? Well, here's the thing. I know Jason is, I think he's a better boxer now than he was last year. He hoped. Than the last he, time he faced off with Kyle. He does it a lot, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. And... I think Kyle went in fresh, and Jason was already tired. Like, Jason yeah. said he was surprised at how gassed he was off of one round with, with Simon. Right. So Jason was already drenched in sweat, and I could see he was breathing heavy, and now he has to go up against a fresh fucking behemoth. Right. So if they were both fresh, who knows? he's still probably... Oh, he might no, have. He, I, I don't know. Because he's a good boxer, right? Yeah. So he would so side who knows? Um, what would happen if they both started on even on an even playing field, but still incredibly impressive to, to watch. See, I would like to throw that one question that I asked you guys with Alex on the show last week to, to, to Ellis, if he had to pick a one fighting discipline to like major in, or he can only do that one, what would he pick? Cause he seems like it's boxing. Boxing seems to be his passion. Like when he's not in, when he's not like in a ring training, he's at home watching YouTube videos, just studying old boxing. Films. That's his shit. Yeah, I thought he was, he's done multiple. I thought he did some. I, he's had he's as had well, two pro you know? MMA fights. Right. So he 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 trains in in other martial arts. Yeah, but or, mostly boxing. So that's awesome, dude. So he's so yeah. Out. It was it was a great event. People were pumped. People were wat- that were watching at home seemed to be pumped, and I think it's going to draw up a lot of excitement for next year. Ellis Mania 20 is going to be... When, when is it? it? I mean, there's no date set yet. It's just going to be at some point in 2020. Let's try to do it in August, for God's sakes. August or July. If, if Ellis cares at all, 
the dragon thinks. Just say, that's my vote. July or August. So we've got other shit to review, too. What did you guys see? Yeah, I don't have to go. Oh, it's Shuddy. Actually, let's, let's go to Shuddy first. Uh, I watched The King on Netflix. Okay, oh, sweet. every every artsy fartsy movie fart seems to be very into that. I was gonna give it a shot, but I read it was pretty gay somewhere, or maybe it was just <laughs> in the headline. What, did you like it? Was it good? I liked it. I don't think you would like it, um, <laughs> given what I read. Yeah. Um, Robert Pattinson played a ridiculous character with a ridiculous French accent. Um, but know, no, Harry, it was it was really assholes. good. It it looked good. Uh, there were some parts that were Game of Thrones like, where you were like, "Who is this?" and "What the fuck is going on?" How many uh, episodes was it? It's a movie, I think. It's a movie, two hours and twenty minutes. Oh, yeah. Jeff is never going to see that. No, come on. The Irishman's like three plus. Yeah, but it's, I, it's... I'm gonna have to break it up. It's Scorsese. Yeah, Joe Pesci. I this mean, is not Scorsese. It's fucking Timothy Chalamet and Robert Pattinson, Jeff. Well, well said. You got me there. I don't know if I can give and this... And Lily Depp. Yeah, I don't know if I can give this queerness two hours and 20 minutes. <laughs> I'll try for an hour and a half. We'll see what happens. But you thought it was pretty good, right, Shuddy? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed yeah. it. Sorry, I'm eating ice cream. Yeah. What kind of ice cream? Uh, chocolate peanut butter cup. Solid. Who makes it? Turkey question. Hill. Good I fuck question. with Turkey Hill. I don't hate Turkey Hill. I like it better than that bitch-ass Briars. So what was that movie even about? It just looks, I don't know, King Arthur-y? It's shit. about Henry V. Is he the one that... The, my least favorite Henry. Is, is he the Henry that... Maybe maybe it wasn't a Henry. Is he the Henry that took on the Catholic Church so he can get a divorce? No, that was Henry the Eighth. That is one of the more badass moves in, in, in history. This fucking dude straight up created his own church so he can get divorced. Yeah, Henry the Eighth fucks with no bitches. <laughs> Alright, well Henry the Fifth, what did he do? He uh fought France. I feel like most of them did. How did it go? He won that one, right? He won. Yep. Thank God. I don't know. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. <laughs> Anytime I hear, or or I hear France, or France is discussed around me, that's immediately what my head goes to. Is that Dumb and Dumber line? I don't know, I don't know Lloyd. French are assholes. <laughs> so how many king dicks would you suck? Three seven five. Are there any dicks in it? Actual dicks? That seems like a movie that would show dicks. Oh, it seems... Yeah, I feel like it would be dick-heavy. Oh, how about tits? No nudity whatsoever. Boo. Violence? Oh, wait, I might not... There might have been some boobs. Early on, I can't remember. It couldn't have been that great if if you don't even remember them. Can you confirm there was no wieners? I can confirm there were no wieners. I, I went back and watched it a second time just to be sure. Was there violence? Yes, there was violence. Good violence? The, uh, yeah, you know, sword fighting violence, that kind of stuff. Um, 
Like, is it the rated last R? Kill of the movie is pretty gnarly and comes kind of unexpectedly. Hmm. All right. That's kind of cool. Or it sounds like it'd be kind of cool. It like I when it happened, I went, "Oh my god!" It was yeah. I I did enjoy that. Hmm. Maybe I'll just skip to the end and watch the cool kill. <laughs> yeah. How many dicks do you give the kill? That kill is a four seven five. Oh, oh wow! Shit. So it was really unexpected, huh? Uh, it just just the way it happens, and yeah, it. I I enjoyed it a lot. All right, I'm probably good. building it up more than it it deserves, but but I I I like. You can it. take some dicks back if you want. Well, I'll no, I'm that. not going to run it back. You're still in a dick grace period. <laughs> Uh, what did you see, Jeff? Uh, I saw the... Sorry, I just got to watch my, my bet lose real quick. There's two minutes left here. I got the... Uh, well, I can do my thing then I if t- you want. Oh, wow. He made it. So, yeah. What? Wait. You watched another thing? Yeah. Uh, on the plane, I I loaded up... You know, I downloaded some Netflix shit on my iPad to watch. And I watched uh, Dion Cole's new special. Where was that? Cole Hearted on Netflix. Okay. I got to look this guy up because I don't know what you're talking about. Dion Cole. It's a she. Okay. No. Dion Cole's no, a dude. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's a black guy from Chicago. I'm interested. Yeah, I saw his stand-up. I saw him doing stand-up once. I forget where it was. Um, maybe it was on like a late night show or something, but I saw his stand-up years ago, and he was fucking awesome. Just so good. And I hadn't really seen anything much from him since. I think he writes on a bunch of TV shows, but um, I haven't seen any of his stand-up since. And when I saw that his, he had a special come out recently on Netflix, I had to check it out. And um, like we don't do we don't do dick reviews. Yeah, we're not sucking Dion Cole's dick over here. No, we don't we don't do dick reviews for stand-up because I don't think it's really fair. It's not appropriate. Yeah, and uh. What I find funny, that might not be as... I think movie reviews are more universal than comedy reviews. Yeah. All I, I can just give you my thoughts on it. And it was great. Nice. I really liked it. It's it's like 70 minutes. And it was... Yeah, it was really funny. Well, you know how I feel about black comedians, so I'm going to give this a shot. I think you would like it. He's got a really cool voice. He's got like a raspy voice. Sounds like a smoker. All right. And yeah, if you're recommending it, I'll give it a shot. It's on Netflix. I watched. I really enjoyed it, yeah. How 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 long was it? Was it was 70 he, minutes. He did it over an hour. Yeah. That's badass. Oh, baby. Um, I watched The Devil Next Door, which is like a five-part uh, documentary miniseries. It's about a... This is from IMDb. A, a Cleveland grandfather is brought to trial in Israel accused of being the infamous Nazi death camp guard known as Ivan the Terrible. I think you watch more crime documentaries than my mom. Yeah, I'm a fan. That's. Did you watch the whole thing? I watched four out of the five episodes. I didn't watch the whole thing. So I still haven't even seen the verdict, but I can give you my thoughts on what I have seen, and I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. You're right. I like... I like true crime stories, 
and I like history and I like documentaries and and this is something the trial itself and the story I think it happened before my lifetime I'm trying to remember I'm kind of I'm a little high I'm spacing out late 70s early 80s I think is when like the trial and the whole story took place so before my time but I just like that it's all documented, right? It was all covered in the news and it was like a big story. So they have a lot of footage they can source and go back to. So that's what makes this documentary good. And I don't know. I've I've enjoyed it the first four episodes. And it's, it's fucking crazy. So this guy emig- immigrated to Cleveland. He's Ukrainian. And allegedly he was working... He's a, he was a Ukrainian Nazi uh, Nazi concentration camp guard in, I think, Poland, um, allegedly. And I forget exactly. Are you trying to not get sued by him? Well, no, just because I haven't seen the I haven't seen the final episode. Oh, okay. And I'm reading like the the description of it, and it says there's a twist, so maybe he's innocent. So. The, the the argument from the defense is that that because they found like his old Nazi like identification like Nazi security guard identification and they're saying it's like a forgery by the by the Russian government because he's a Ukrainian immigrant and I guess Ukraine and Russia has beef. Um, you probably know more about that than I have. I, I don't watch as much news or I don't know much about that. But I, apparently there's some sort of beef in the in the defense is arguing that it's a forgery and you got the wrong guy and it's a, it's a case of mistaken identity. Mm-hmm. And and there's there's Holocaust survivors from that camp that, that go on to testify that that is the guy, that is Ivan the Terrible. And Jesus. it's just, it's fucking, it's heavy. It's something that I enjoy to watch, but it's heavy. And it's just a crazy thought that, because, that, you know, the, the the obviously the witnesses and the people that are testifying really believe it's him and there's a lot of the, the people the old um uh just like expert witnesses that the documentary is interviewing or or people key figures in the in the the whole story that they're interviewing you know believe it's him still to this day and again I don't know how it ends but it's just a crazy thought that this this guy can go from. They were saying that I mean his nickname was Ivan the Terrible. He was they have they have uh, Man, a for, counter- to stand out of like a bunch of Nazis and be like that guy's terrible. You must be a real fucking scumbag. I mean, allegedly he would like he would walk around with a sword and like just stab at people in concentration camps. Jesus, and it was Christ. just like it was like unsolicited like terror that he was raining on the people in the concentration camp. Like, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't, for him and his head, it wasn't good enough that they were going to work until their eventual death. He would torture them, like, on the way to the gas chamber, and he would lock the door and turn on the gas. Like, Ivan the Terrible. And apparently, like, this guy moved to Cleveland and worked for, like, the, the, uh, the, the I think, the GM factory in, in Cleveland. And was just a nice guy, always went to work, always punched in on time, never had any incidences. Never stabbed any Jews? Never as, I think he never as, had as much as a traffic ticket. Like, he never did anything wrong in America for, like, 30 years. And then they just saw him, and like, oh, that's Ivan the Terrible, and they brought him in. And and I forget, I, 
I think they deported him here in America, and he was like Im- immediately convicted guilty. They deported him, and the trial for his life is in Israel. So he's being tried in Israel for being a fucking like Nazi uh, concentration camp. He's Ivan Terrible, Nazi uh, a guard, right? And it's just it's it's crazy. Like the defense is doing a pretty good job mounting a case. Um, um, for his innocence, and they have courtroom footage of him like them proving uh, them like disproving Holocaust survivors' testimony against him, and him like kind of laughing and like yelling out loud, like "See, you're a liar! You're a liar!" And it's just like, like putting yourself again. I don't know the endings, but putting yourself in this guy's shoes, like if he really, if this really was a case of mistaken identity, like this guy's in the fight for his life. He's got his family there saying like no like this you don't you have the wrong guy so maybe he is actually innocent but then he's like kind of laughing and calling these guys liars because the Holocaust survivors believe what they believe right they believe that this guy did that so maybe they're wrong but like I don't think like him laugh like it's just it's just a crazy visual this guy laughing at Holocaust survivors essentially or like kind of like. When when they're being proven wrong, you know, like see, I told you so. It's just kind of a trip to watch. Mm. And one is the one of his defense attorneys is a is a Jewish guy, and like the fucking hatred some of the like fellow Jewish a- attorneys had for him is just like crazy. Like they're you know like lawyers are more mild spoken, right? They don't want to like come at a come at a like line, right? They don't want to say anything crazy that's not how a lawyer usually moves but a couple of them are straight up like yeah i have no respect for him and we hate him like the i don't know it was it's such a crazy thought in my head like a fucking jewish attorney defending a fucking guy that's being brought on war crimes like a a nazi a nazi security guard Uh, could you imagine taking that fucking that job that's crazy like that guy has no more friends. Like he took that job and has <laughs> no more fucking friends. It's like, dude, like like they hate him. They hated him in Israel. He went back to the motherland. I can and fucking imagine this fucking guy. Like it's it's crazy. And I don't know how it ends. So, but uh, to what I've seen this this far, I'm riveted. I'm I'll give I'll suck 4 out of 5 devil the devil next door dicks. It's fucking unless, good. They, unless he gets a bad ruling on episode five, and then you're like, oh, fucking one dick. Well, it says it's a twist. Honestly, it feels like, it feels like he should be guilty, and that's where it's going. And I, I'm obviously not going to feel bad if they fucking straight hang this guy because if he's guilty, they're hanging him. And but like, if he's found innocent, and that's the twist, then. He's probably innocent. Like they want to nail this guy in Israel, right? If if an, if an Israeli court is like, yeah, no, we don't have good enough evidence, and that's that, isn't it? Like, like if you if you if you win that trial in Israel, then you fucking yeah, you had a pretty strong case, I guess. I can't wait to see the twist. I can't wait. All right. Yeah. Uh, damn. Yeah, that sounds pretty fucking intense. Yeah. Uh, I am lucky enough to have the day off tomorrow. I watch the devil uh, next door. For, I'm I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna use tomorrow to get caught up on Mr. Robot. I haven't watched any of the new season. 
Oh, yeah, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna binge Mr. Robot and Disney Plus comes out tomorrow. Yes, it does. And I think the only thing that's really worth checking out on launch day is The Mandalorian. And it's only one episode, and then you have to wait like a week and a half for the second episode. A week and a half? Yeah, How regular is it, regularly is it going to come out? Every Friday, but since tomorrow's a Tuesday, you have to wait until next Friday for episode two. And then I think right up the, the, the last, ep- I, think it's, I think it's nine episodes this season, and then right before New Year's, like December 27th, I think is the final episode. So... Sounds like Shuddy, you're you're all locked and ready to go, right? I am not. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I guess you'll just be hearing my thoughts on the first episode of Mandalorian next week. No, I'll I'll watch it by the time uh, we record again. I'm just right, well. Fuck me, not, I'm wrong again. I haven't signed up for it yet. Is all I meant. These hoes be doing research. Oh man, so uh, I forgot. I, feel like I went when I went to the airport in Austin, like when I was flying back to LA, I had a actor encounter, a celebrity encounter. <laughs> but it's okay. it's one of those like oddly Kevin Kraft specific celebrity encounters. So I don't think this name will mean anything to you off the bat. But I was I was go I went through TSA and I just got all my shit and I look up and I locked eyes with John Glover. Off the top, off the, the top of your head, does that name ring a bell to either of you guys? I, All right. Well, you're googling it, so that means no. Yeah, I was hoping. Is that Donald Glover's cousin? <laughs> I've never seen this guy before. No, he's actually Danny Glover's son. <laughs> Dan, Danny Glover. Maybe that's who I was thinking. Oh yeah. Go spit, Dad. <laughs> yeah. No, he he was in Gremlins 2. He was basically like the Donald Trump knockoff, Daniel Clamp. He's the owner of the building that the Gremlins take over in New York City. I can almost guarantee I haven't seen Gremlins in t- 2 in 25 years. If not, if I've not. never seen Uh no, I have seen Gremlins 2. What about what about uh uh Scrooged? Yeah, with Bill yes. Murray. But again, He's, that was 20 oh, years okay. ago. He was the guy who was directing the musical that yeah. he was in. Yeah, way over my head. No, right. I, don't, I don't know John Glover. I've never seen this guy in my fucking life. I mean, most recently he was in Shazam. Nice head of hair. Oh, he looked fucking, he looked sharp. Did he? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's got a good good hairline. Good but strong I, hairline. I locked eyes with him, and I could tell he's like, oh, here's some fucking kid from the 80s that, that recognizes me. Oh, and, he was Lionel Luther in Smallville. Oh, okay. I never watched Smallville, Smallville, but well, Shuddy's got kids. Shuddy, that better be your excuse for watching that. It is gay sure. Hey, <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> All right, yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, I'll I'll give you the out. Yeah, 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 I got kids. But yeah, he was in, you know, he was in uh RoboCop 2. Yeah, RoboCop 2. Um, he's supposed to be doing research. I I've I've Throughout my life, I've seen, what's it called, Gremlins 2 and Scrooge fucking countless times. So I was, I was so fucking excited. The little kid in me just, I, I couldn't contain, like the second I looked up and saw him, my eyes just bugged out. And I was like, oh! And he picked up on that and he was like, oh, here we go. And he's like, hey! And I was like, and I completely spaced on his last name. I'm like, 
you're an actor. John. <laughs> and he's like, that's right. I was like, fuck, you kick ass. And I was like, ah, shit, I'm sorry. He's like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I was like, man, you just... Did you take a picture of them? No. Uh, obviously, I probably would have saw it on Instagram, huh? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to like bother him any further in TSA. It was just, that was one of the, those moments where my mouth outran my brain. You were, I was like, oh, you shouldn't be bothering this guy. You have no follow-up. All you're going to do is the Chris Farley thing. And be like, remember Gremlins 2? You were awesome. This is at LAX. No, this is in Austin. Is he a Texas guy? Or is he no, I, think, I don't know what he was doing in Austin, but he was, he was on my flight back. I mean, well, you got to get him to Chilling go on Ellis first class. show or, or, or this show. That should have been your thought. Yeah, I don't know, man. No, it's right. the, the fucking, hey, um, when you go approach somebody just out in public and you say, hey, come on my podcast, that's basically like, hey, let me fuck your wife. Every jerk off in the world has a podcast. Well, okay, it doesn't have to be the podcast, but your radio shows. Hey, I yeah, feel my, like your your name has more gravitas than your. My I think interest you're and short. Jason Ellis's interest. If there's a Venn diagram, <laughs> like the tips are touching. All right, all right. I'm and talking John shit, Glover I guess. is on the other side of my circle. I'm talking shit. I guess whatever. F- fine. Yeah, fine, Jeff, whatever. keep your fucking retarded comments to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I just want, I want you to build a stronger bond with John Glover than what happened at the TSA. Uh, John Glover doesn't want to be my friend. You don't know that. I want, I want to be his friend. So if anybody's listening that's friends with John Glover, tell him. Put in, put in a good word. He has an offer for one more friend. Dude, Russell, Sim- Russell, Sim- Russell Wilson is balling right now. Are you, how are you doing on your final bet of the curse? I actually put in another bet because I split the During the one. show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that bet. Man, you are a degenerate. Yeah, he, dude, I love it. I love, I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna win one of these times, uh, but it's not gonna be this time. So I have the the 49ers just have to win, but the game is in overtime, and they got lucky to get the game into overtime. But the thing about Russell Wilson is that that guy is a fucking murderer, and he's already he's already sent me in to cut your dick offville uh, once or last week actually. Russell Wilson's a motherfucker, you know. So probably going to really, score a touchdown. It's going to be a walk off, and uh, I'm going to lose a hundred dollars. You you have to you got to see uncut gems when it when it comes out. You are fucking Howard Ratner. I absolutely want to see it. It's gonna. I I expect it to be one of my favorite movies of the year, if not my my favorite. I told my buddy. I think I mentioned this to you already, but I told my friend who's as actually probably a bigger degenerate gambler than I. I said I was like, yeah, my my, you know, the host of my podcast, uh, he went and saw it. He got a screening and he saw it. And he said it was fucking awesome. More importantly, he said that I'm gonna love it. And I was like, dude, if I'm gonna love it, you're gonna love it. And he's like, fuck yeah, I saw that trailer. Like, so I'm is this is appointment viewing. When when does it come out for me? Or excuse me, when does I think it come it's out? a Christmas movie. Like I'm 100. percent like seeing this in the theater opening weekend, one hundred percent. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. I mean, of, don't you usually go to a movie on Christmas Day? Absolutely. I, I don't want to make this a movie a victim of my expectations if it if it comes up short. But I'm kind of expecting it to be a Clark classic. 
Yeah, just that's, the, just that's the, a tall order. Yeah, just the. I know uh, you're. I know you're incredibly picky about the Clark classics. The face you just. made. I know you'll like it. I don't know if it'll be a Clark classic. But Fair enough. This mother. Who knows? It could. Fucker. Oh, I you hate fucking pussy! Goddamn, Russell Simmons. What else did I have to talk about? Do we have any voicemails? All those wieners you sucked. Do we have any voicemails? I have a sports ball. If you want to do that. Oh boy, you'll like it. Uh, what do you want to do? Like do you want to do sports ball or voicemail? I can, pick one. I can guarantee you'll like the sports ball, but no, you're the host. I want you to pick. It's, what, what are you talking about? This is a democracy. Shut it, you pick. I'm not picking. You're the one who asked for them both. You decide. Yeah, this is a real Jeffy's choice. Let's do the voicemails. Wow. Did not see that coming. I love answering the Puminati. Voicemails, yay! All right. Let's see. Oh, God damn it! no. I don't want to install new software. Fuck fucking off. Okay. But think about it. Maybe you do want to install a new software more than you understood. Or maybe Uh-oh. more than you thought originally. What is this? Oh, uh, here we go. It's a little fucking pussy, dude. Here we go. Uh, oh, boy. Okay, I see we're behind on a few. We got some new ones, but there's some we haven't gotten to in previous weeks. Run! Run! Why won't this play? He's, he's going to keep running. That's his, What's up, my six. dude? Shift fifth here. Hey, uh... I know this is a question pertaining to shit typically behind a paywall or whatever, but maybe it gets more of these freeloaders to quit listening to the free shit and come over to the fucking good shit. It's not even that goddamn expensive. Anywho, uh, Jeff, the dragon himself, uh, Dookie Uh Boy the Cocksucker, question for you. Cool, bro. So, (laughs) I know you're the snack sommelier, but how about doing a segment where, like, I mean, I would be willing to send you guys, like like, a snack. Something that I either think is good, or maybe even I think is not good. But you, you, you be the judge. But you eat it on camera. Tell us what you think. And I'm not talking about sending like fucking breaded dog shit or something gross like that. But Ooh, you like know, some. like Kevin has brought back like snacks from other places he's traveled to or whatever. But just like some kind of rare, weird shit, and then you do like a full thing on it. It could be a segment. I tell you what, I did eat a really, really good biscuit. I put the picture in Slack. Um, it was a giant biscuit with fried chicken, cheese, um, a bacon jam, and a fried egg. Oh, my God. And it was delicious. It was called a dirty biscuit. Is that like and a I Austin, fucking loved it. An Austin diner or something? I'll give, it a, I'll give the place a shout-out. It was like Slake, Slake Cafe. Yeah, Slake Cafe. Delicious. Man, what a fucking biscuit. I enjoyed that. Maybe once a month, whatever, that's like, uh, you know, I don't know I don't know what the right word is right now, but like the uh, fucking, uh, uh, here, uh, I don't know, there's a word for this. I don't know what it is. I'm too drunk. Anywho. What's it right uh, Yeah, I think that would be fucking cool. And if you're down, let us know and tell us where we can try and get our snacks uh, judged. Because I eat some snacks that I don't know if it's good or not because it's never been judged by a snack sommelier. Anyway, it's got to take a big old shit. It's been fucking prairie dogging for the last 45 minutes. Probably going to have to throw these underwear away. i got to get out of here. I'll catch you later, boys. Goodbye. That was one of the stronger voicemails that we've had in a long time. Yeah, shit fist ending strong. He can't, Wow, yeah, he covered a lot of bases with that one. First, 
let's address the main question. I would absolutely love if you could send some snacks. Uh, I'm about to be homeless in the next couple of weeks, so you can't, there's no place, there's not an address that I can give you to send them to, but uh, maybe my homie Snack Galifianakis could, pro- could provide a, can provide an address. Why don't we wait until you, you are with home and then it can go directly to you? Well, that might not happen in 2019. I plan on being without home for a little while here. So I actually... You're just going to live on a street corner? Mm, yeah, I'm going to be. I'm gonna join the homeless. I'm going to be living in fucking Skid Row. You can't mail there. But I'll figure out a, a mailing yeah, we'll address. we'll figure it out. And I'm 100% down for that. I... Here's the thing is that I, I swear to God, dude, I go to the, the grocery store or a place that has snacks, a Vons or a Ralph's, every week, just like for basic reconnaissance almost, right? I just want to see what's out there. And I haven't seen a lot of new snacks. I'm following all these different snack accounts on Instagram, Kevin, and just like, you know, pro, uh, prospect ideas for, for snack attacks. And all the fucking snacks that I seen see aren't available in the Ralphs or Vaughn's or, or even the Targets that I've been going to. And I just find that to be fucking crazy. Like, how can these accounts have these dope-ass snacks and I can't find them in L.A.? Hey, you're the snack sommelier. I'm sure you'll figure it out. I'm going to, but right. yes, I'm down for... Like, what have you been looking for that you couldn't find? Okay, so this dessert Hot Pockets. They have... Like a, I think it's a like a an apple pie dessert hot pocket and like a cinnamon roll, and we've talked about this before. I think Shuddy's on my side and you're not, Kevin. But I love hot pockets. I fucking, I'm always down for some hot pockets. I love I, hot pockets as well. I'm kind of hungry right now. If you had any hot pockets in the freezer, I'd, I'd fire them up. But There's probably some hot pockets across the street. Yeah, there definitely is, and I'm probably gonna go and get some hot pockets after. But so I'm very interested in the dessert hot pockets. Um, also, one of these snack accounts that I followed said that there's going to be two new Oreos coming out in January. One's a caramel coconut, and the other is fuck. I'll pull it up here in a second. But so uh, poop and juice. I heard talk of a Twix Oreo. I heard talk of a Twix Oreo. Oreo Twix. Like Oreo Oreo innards on a Twix. If that makes sense. Am I saying it right? You know? So okay. instead of like a regular cookie. Or the, so instead the of reg- being caramel, it's Oreo. Right. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's That's essentially what I'm saying. I yeah. saw the Oreo festive egg. Have you seen that? It looks like a Cadbury cream egg, but there's Oreo stuffing inside of it. Again, I saw that on one of these fucking accounts, but I haven't been able to find it. Mm. I'll keep my eyes peeled. So, all right. So, caramel coconut and chocolate marshmallow are the two new Oreos that are coming out in January 2020. And I keep seeing these fucking, all these sick-ass snacks. I'm trying to find them in Southern California. You think it'd be easy, and it's been tough. But shit fix, Mike. Holler at me. I think you're on the Slack channel. We'll be talking about this. Love the voicemail. Do you have another one? Yeah, we'll do one more. And uh, for anybody who's curious, uh, if you if you have any interest in being in our Slack channel, yeah, uh, you just have to sign up patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. The five dollar tier gets you a bonus mini episode every week that we record after the main show. And if you hit up Jeff 
on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, reach out to him on social media. He'll he'll hit you up with the Slack invite uh, once he cross checks your email with the the Patreon account. Ten dollar tier gets you all of our individual shows. I'm recording a nerd hole tomorrow early and uploading that. And Jeff does the snack attacks plus the between two flushes. Shuddy Boy does what the fuck did I just watch with Dom? I saw Dom sent me a new one. I'll get that edited and back over to him shortly. So new stuff coming on all of the Patreon tiers. Check it out. And please. The one that uh we just recorded was a stinker. The movie or your guys' performance? No, the movie. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here trying to fucking sell the, the Patreon. You're like, mine Sorry. I'm really, I I overdid it on the, the weed lean. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Man, I want some weed I've lean. been fighting it all episode. All right, well, we'll uh, do one more, and then we'll wrap this up and do the, the Patreon show. Pussies. Okay. But. Man, it's Iceman. What's up, mad scientist? Iceman. I just got one thing to say about this Al Camino, because my wife hated it, and I, I loved it. I thought, you know, no spoiler alert, because I'm sure you're putting that in the Easter egg, but it was perfect. It was like watching a whole season of Breaking Bad in two hours. How can you complain that it was bad? I don't get it. You have the asinine, uh, the asinine uh, short idiot conversations between the Todd and, 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 and yeah, it's just, I loved it. I don't know. Yeah, don't piss the it Iceman off. Work. It feels don't like... Don't piss the Iceman off. It feels like Iceman isn't that big of a Breaking Bad fan and feels like zagging on this El Camino stuff and thinks that it's better than we're given credit for and it's not as, I don't know, it's not as... Uh, I, know, I saw some people that legit straight up loved it. Yeah. I think it's entirely possible that the Iceman just has a different opinion than I you, I was Jeff. doing the Iceman thing in Top Gun, you know, when he does that? I've never seen Maverick. Top Gun. What? We've been over this, and you've, had the, you. and you've had the same stupid reaction Fuck. every time. No, Shuddy sums it up, pretty much. Good job, Shuddy. That is... That is a shuddy classic for sure. I would say Top Gun's a Clark classic. That's really? which, which it has a six point nine on IMDb. Well, there's some real nerds that use IMDb. Fuck there are pussies. some people that are uneducated. <laughs> you know, we can't all be winners here. All right, let's see. Yeah, there is ignorance on. in the world. Is this? Is this? Is what happens if, if he makes it? I win. He misses it. He kicked that thing. That looked like it wasn't Baba even B- fucking close. That looked like Baba Booey's first pitch. Yeah, it was like that was like one of the worst fucking whiffs <laughs> I've seen in a long time. <laughs> so wait, it's another tie. It could be a tie. There's three more minutes. Oh my! It's goodness. probably not going to be a tie because R- Russell Wilson's a fucking G. All right. Well, uh, what? Who did you bet on? I bet the 49ers just to win. And just to win straight up. Yeah. And he Ray Finkled okay. it. I mean, that wasn't even close. That never had a chance. Did that get blocked? I don't think so. He just kicked it 30 yards that way. What a fucking know. pussy. Someone beat this kicker's ass. <laughs> this guy sucks. Give Laces this guy out. Reggie. Laces out. Fucking turd. All right. Well, you'll have, to, you'll have to see how this plays out in the Easter egg. I, I or I suppose just 
catch the results by watching the game. Yeah, I can, I can guarantee it's going to play out with a dick in my ass. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for checking us out. And, um, hey, if you know any sick fucks that you think would like this show, recommend it to them. Help us grow. And head over to iTunes and hook us up with a five-star review and subscribe, please. Um, as, as mentioned before, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Um, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139, or you can shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour.com. At Riotcast.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffrey Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Shuddy, you got anything? Nope. All right, friends. Thank you for listening once again. But until next time, oh, something. It was a two for one special, so I got my. Uh, oh boy, got my visit in there. Whew. Got a little homo shit. A little uh, mild heartburn going there for a second. Two things I like to. Are we in the Easter egg? Yeah. Two major things I like to address. This is gonna be the first thing you first time you've ever heard me complain about these. It's a little hot in here. Crack the door. And I'm kind of hungry. Wow. You weren't expecting you're that. Really, uh, you're really venturing off brand, Jeff. <laughs> I have a feeling you could be sitting on top of a glacier with a bucket of chicken. And you'd be like, I'm fucking hot and hungry. Yeah, is there any sides? Or am I just getting the chicken? What is this pussy shit? Fucking just chicken? I'm putting my, um, I don't know, lifetime MSPH losing streak on the line here tonight. Oh. <laughs> I feel really you're, good you're about one of them. changing things up by betting on the MSPH curse day? Yeah. Oh, this is, this is a perfect, this is a perfect curse moment. So, I got the Pelicans plus six. Now, I bet Get the them. the fuck out of here. There's not a team called the Pelicans. Yep. New Orleans team, too. It's the Pelicans. I think it's really one of the gayer. What, do they play foosball? I, any joke that you can get is fair here because I think it's one of the lamer mascot names ever. Actually, I think Wait, it is, is it just the mascot or the name of their team? Well, both. What I, the fuck? Okay, what sport do they play? Basketball. What? So I got them at All plus right, let me six. Get Shuddy Boy dialed up. But I bet them before it was announced that their best player was out for tonight's game. So right now there's seven minutes left and they're down four. So. I'm winning against the spread, which means this is we got the perfect jinx curse scenario where it's like, I think I'm going to win. It feels like I'm going to win right now. I'm familiar with the spread because I remember hearing Artie talking about that when he used to be on Howard. Yeah. Means I need a team to win or to not lose by a certain number. The person who's so, trying to beat. Damn this, it. In this case, I need the Pelicans to not lose by more than six. And right now, it's they're losing by six. So if it ended right now, I, we would I would chop it. I wouldn't lose money. It'd be a tie. And how many minutes are left? Seven. So again, so it's, that really means there's like twenty minutes left in the game. Yeah. Oh no, probably an hour. Yeah, there's mad time left. The but it's setting up perfectly oh for just goodness. like a kick right in the dick. I'm going to a place, 
and I go to this place pretty often, but I'm able to broadcast through it or podcast through it. And I talked about it on a Between Two Flushes, I think the most recent one. Going to the place called Cut Your Dick Offville. And that's when you lose in sports gambling or just gambling so badly that the feeling Yo, that you have in your brain is that you just want to cut your Yo. dick off. Sorry about that. No worries. Shuddy, has sports ever made you want to cut your dick off? I wouldn't say cut my dick off, but... Maybe uh, chew it off. Uh, Maybe just give it a little have suck. made me uh, uh, very miserable. Yeah, well, now that you've incorporated gambling into it, you are 100% going to have moments where you're going to want to cut your dick off. I was about to be a four-point Oh, you mean play. like when you bet on Deshaun Jackson to catch a touchdown pass uh, at any point in a game and he lasts two plays? Yeah. Yep. Moments <laughs> like that. <laughs> yep. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, you would um, never make that mistake. No, I wouldn't. When I was on the flight back from Austin, I was sitting next to this chode um, who was trying to get, I guess there was a couple of big games on. And he was trying to get his tablet to sign into, like, the Fox Sports app, and it wasn't working. And he just kept, like, 10 seconds would go by, and he would throw his hands up in the air and then slam them down on his tray. And his his wife would be like, what's going on? He's like, can't get into the fucking app. <laughs> I feel him. And then he kept, like, like, periodically, I would just see his hands fly up in the air and then slam back down on the, on the, the drink tray in front of him. What were you flying? This was American. Do that? Does that come with like Wi-Fi? I think so. It doesn't. They. Um. It doesn't have screens in the seats. Okay. Which I like to just keep the flight tracker up. Even know, like, what if you're flying JetBlue and you have the Directv option? Do you still keep the flight flight tracker? Yeah. Or are you watching? Because I'm usually reading comics, playing Nintendo, or watching something on my iPad. I love the JetBlue cross-country flight where you get to watch DirecTV. Uh, oh, see, I like watching the flight map because it's like uh, an ever-updating, are we there yet? Yeah, and you don't have to ask anyone. You yeah. Just tune into the, the tracker. I like that. So I'll be reading, I'll read a couple pages of a comic, look up, and be like, ooh, plane's over a new state right now. Sweet. I 100% understand where that guy's coming from, though. I've said this many times, and you know this. Slow internet connectivity is one of my least favorite things in the entire world. So, yeah, it's bullshit. And it in is, 2019, it shouldn't be a thing. That's where it would rear its Especially ugly head. Especially in America. In my, in my world, in my existence the most, would be trying to watch sports on a flight. I could just picture you, if you were that guy, just... Oh! Ah, the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Fucking pussies! Oh, we're getting an iPad you're, throw. You're dinging the fucking... The, the, the flight attendant button? Yeah. Fucking I, stewardess! Fix my shit. Log into Sports One. <laughs> I might, yeah, I might break the fucking iPad. I'm gonna freak <laughs> out, dude. Like 100, percent I'm gonna lose my shit. I might lose my shit on my computer here. This is literally going the worst fucking way possible. There has been, what is that? Oh my god, it has been <laughs> since we started recording. Has your luck changed? No, there's it, they're on 11-0 scoring run. They've scored 11 straight points unanswered. Is that good or bad? That's bad. That's about as, not as bad as it could get, but 
Yeah, so your luck has horrible. changed I'm, since yeah. we started recording. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm losing. I'm going to lose this. One hundred percent, I'm losing. Jeff. And he's making Mondays fucking re- should be a day you do not bet. Yeah, that's like your Sabbath. Jesus Christ. You should just make that rule that Monday is a day you do not bet. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. I'm literally going to throw this fucking thing. <laughs> I, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. The I can't 49- believe you... There's a team called the Pelicans, and I can't believe you bet on them. Yeah. Their best player, again, I bet on them when I knew that their best player was playing, or I thought I knew, and then it was announced that he was out like 10 minutes after I made the bet. I was like, sweet. You just rip this fucking ticket up, cocksuckers! I'm so, I'm so, I'm so angry. Whatever, whatever. Fuck this bullshit. <laughs> you had an exciting weekend. We can get into that, right? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to you about your exciting weekend. You uh, interacted with a lot of Puminati, right? I did. Yeah. You want to? Um should we start this shit off proper and get into it? Yeah, I'm about to go Burt Kreischer on this episode. I'm fucking leaking. You're sitting right next to the open door. It's not doing enough. Is there oh. any weed? I'm going to be fucking pantsless for real. Do I have any weed? Yeah. From Los Angeles, California, we have the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Pussies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 